Hey. <laughs> hey. Sup. Episode 31. Yep. Okay. He is the wind. She is the wave. And together they make up the band. They call the wind and the wave. They're not related. They're best buds. They're BFFs for life. Hashtag BBIT dubs. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. Okay, so this is episode 31 of our podcast, and uh, I'm supposed to take the lead on this. Yep. Because Dwight's kind of in a piss poor mood. Yep. And it's fine. Yep. I'm not asking you to be happy. Okay. I'm not telling you you should be happy. Actually, I feel like, I think you should feel your feelings, whatever they are. Okay. I feel like I should be happy. Well, why? Why do you feel like you should be happy? Because there's nothing, I mean... Not true. Yeah, well, there's nothing that I that it isn't happening in everyone else's life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all relative. Is your life pretty fucking great? Yeah. Do you already know that? Sometimes. You even when you're in a shitty mood and even when like bad things are happening in your life, you still I'm confident know that your life is pretty fucking great. Don't you? Maybe. You do. Cuz it is. It's all relative though and shit happens and you can feel your feelings even if your life in general is pretty great. Yes. Okay. Um I have a whole stack of emails here. I would call it a slew. Okay. I have a I have a slew of emails here that I'd like to get to. All these awesome people that wrote us. Um, The one at the top of the stack is from Johnny. And I feel like we've been hearing a lot from Johnny. We have been hearing a lot from Johnny. And I appreciate Johnny's emails. I do. Sure. But I would like to hear from some other people and get some other perspectives and questions and, you know? I think you have the right to make that decision well, solely on lead. your own. Well, I'm the lead. You're, it's your podcast. On this, at least today. It's my episode. It's your podcast. No. It's your podcast. Not anymore. Cheers. And, okay. You've now taken it over. Listen how good you're doing. So on the last episode, there was no there was no description. On Scott's episode, if you guys probably noticed, there was no description, right? I said I would write it, and I had 24 hours to do so. Less than 24 hours to do so. And then I didn't. Because you know what? I got fucking busy. I was busy. My life's busy. Yep. Busy. And you didn't write it. No. So it doesn't have a description. Well, I did write it. You did write it. It says, Scott Graham is in the building. That's what you wrote as yep. the description. Yep. I'm not going to go back and re- re- like write no. that. And neither are you. No. That one doesn't get one. Yep. Sorry, Scott. Well, I will say Scott has more downloads than Nick's episode. What does that oh, mean? What does that mean? I don't know. It's not significantly more, but it is more. Huh. Maybe he did a better job, like, sharing it? Pe- people like him more? Take was it a better episode? F- take from it what you will. No, I don't think it was better. You think it was worse? 
No, I don't think it was worse. <laughs> I think it you was. You think they were equally as terrible? <laughs> I didn't say any of those things. I think they were both very solid casts of pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> casts of pod. Mm. So this email from Johnny, I'm just going to kind of set it aside here. Okay, you okay. can come back to it another time. Yeah. There's see. probably more in there so, in that stack. All right. So the next one. So By the way, guys. no new Patreons this week. Okay. No new reviews on iTunes. I don't. Actually, I don't think that's true. Oh, there is one new Patreon. You're yeah. right. You yeah. can read that name. Yeah, I got, I got that right here. I would like to thank Mr. Wine Country. I was wondering if that's the guy that owns the vineyard, and if so, if that's the guy Where's that's going to— the vineyard? S- I don't remember. Some guy was telling us he owned a vineyard, and he could hook us up. And if that is you, Mr. Wine Country, please send us two cases <laughs> of Chardonnay. I will send you an address. If this is indeed you, email me, and I'll, I will make it happen. And then we'll maybe come do a show for your vineyard one day when we come through your area. I'll do that. Okay. So thank you, Mr. Wine Country, for joining us on Patreon. He's a patty. Wait, is he a patty? No, he's a super bot. He wants all all those new songs. Mm. Okay, thank you. Awesome. All right. Also, let me, not enough. Mm. Not enough people. We only have 55 reviews. No, actually, that's a lot in terms of a new podcast and, and whatnot. But there's like more listeners than that and... Totally. You know, drop a review. That's all I'm saying. If we get if we get five more reviews today, will that make you feel better? We will not get five reviews today. But you don't know that. I do know that. Okay. Well, what if you are proved wrong? Do you think it will I would like that. Do you think it would like make you like no two percent happier today? Just like two percent? Like a little bit. One point six. Okay. There you have it. You went to the beach. I did. And you took your new dog, Ellie. I did, and she really liked it, yeah? actually. Yeah? Did you let her off leash? No. Mm-hmm. No. She wasn't. She she's wanted, not quite ready for no, that. No, and she's still scared. And Yeah. But she wasn't, like, terrified of the water. She put her feet in and then didn't like the sand mm-hmm. part where it would cave out under her feet, yeah. you know? So she would walk, like, all fucking, like a cat in mittens. Mm-hmm. You know, cats and mm-hmm. mittens walk. Oh, yeah, I've seen That's it. how Ellie walks on wet, sand. wet okay. sand. The rest of the sand she seemed fine with. She didn't want to lay in it for a while, and then we gave her her first bath, and when I say we, I mean Sarah. Mm-hmm. And um, she, didn't, she, she did exactly what I said she would do, stand there with that pathetic look that a dog that doesn't like a bath stands with. Mm-hmm. They, they look at you like, how could you? And they just stand there. Looking like that the whole time. They don't even move at all. They don't try to get away or nothing. They just resign themselves to their yeah. fate. And uh, that's exactly what she did. But she does smell way better. Girl's got to get a bath. Oh, my God. She was stinging. And her breath still smells like shit. But she doesn't like any of those dental things so far. So it's like. What do you mean the dental things? Like the little things for your teeth or whatever. Like the greenies? Yeah. She doesn't like those? They're mm-hmm. not treats to her? No. I got to find something, a different kind maybe. Yeah. She's not super into treats, period. This is the most boring podcast I've ever done in my life. I don't think so. Okay. All right. 
Should I get in, into this email? Should um, I do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, this one is from TP. TP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Greetings, you two. What songs were on your set list in the UK, and which ones did you have the most fun playing out there? Question mark. By the way, you answered another question of mine on episode 20. I believe, Dwight, you nailed my name perfectly on your last attempt. You guys are rad. Okay, I don't remember what that was. And I believe we've answered the set list question, too, on the Neil episode. If you want to go back and listen to that oh, one. We? Yeah, we read the into- everything we played. Um, I enjoyed playing alternate versions of um, human beings and um, my mama said. I was going to say, I like the alternate version of mama a lot that we did. Those were my two favorite to play. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, go back and listen to that episode. But briefly, My Mind is an Endlessly, Neon Prayer Flags, Wreckage, Rescue Me, Hotel California, Middle of the Night, Aberdeen, Grand Canyon, Human Beings, Let's Forget, Mama, Sunday Morning, and Happiness. Now they don't have to go listen. All right. Next. This one's from Rebecca. Haviland. Oh, this is uh, this what I was prefacing last week. Um, this was... This, this was the girl that I have been calling out for mm-hmm. leaving a four-star for a while. review. There's some explanation in this email okay. coming up. Mm-hmm. If I remember, I only read part of it because then I decided I was just yeah. going to take read. it as it comes. Yeah. Um, go ahead, read it. Okay. Hey, it's Haviland here. I fell behind in listening to your podcast recently, as I suspected. Because my life is a little hectic in the summer, I'm a teacher and have to supplement with a summer job, which can make me... Kind of stressful. Imagine my surprise while catching up to old episodes. I heard my last name again. I had no idea a four-star rating would affect you guys in such a way. So let me explain in hopes that you'll be able to let bygones be bygones. As a teacher, I always want to encourage and foster creativity. I think most of us, myself included, can always find a way to push ourselves to do just a little better. I think it's almost impossible to achieve pure perfection. Hence the four stars. However, emotional well-being is paramount. So after hearing your disappointment, I have moved my finger over and given you a five-star rating for the podcast. To show my sincerity, you're welcome to give me a three-star rating if you feel necessary. My best friend and I have our own podcast. The sound quality pales in comparison to yours as I'm learning how to make it work as we go along. It took me a while how to figure out how to get rid of the rid of feedback, the dogs walking around in the background, the other beginner mistakes. I feel as though I have lots of room for improvement there, but our hearts are in the right place, and I think we're pretty funny, too. My email is so long. Yes, it is. It's okay. I wholeheartedly apologize, but I know how much you like questions, so here goes. I met y'all after a DC show a couple years ago and shared that I've been a friend ever since I heard House is a Hotel on an episode of Supernatural. Dwight replied, what's that? And I embarrassingly filled him in on my Guilty Pleasure CW show. I was surprised that you didn't know about the song being on the show. I mean, we did, but we forget those things. In a previous episode, you mentioned that many of your covers had been requested by TV shows, which is awesome. My question is, can you elaborate on how your stuff gets shared um, in other media like TV and film? Thanks again for being you. I love the band and the podcast. Hopefully... 
Now we're back on good terms. Sincerely, have a blonde. P.S. Didn't want to self-promote on your platform, so I thought I'd put my podcast name down here rather than outwardly share. Yeah, but we're going to share it. So We're going to share it. The podcast is called This Is The Part I Don't Get. And we will check it out. I'm going to check it out. I'm always looking for good podcasts. Um, and I and I will here. Let me respond to the star thing first. Okay, three, four stars, five stars. One is, I think you should give the number of stars that you actually think the podcast is. Um, and it's clear that I think you thought it was a five star podcast, but you were doing four stars in some way to motivate us to even be better. Or to just say, but, but I don't I, believe in perfection. Right. But I think that if you think it's a five-star podcast, that's what you put. If you think it's a four, I think you should drag it back to a four. Or a three, if that's what you really think it is. Yeah. I, I don't need anyone to 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 give me a false rating. What I'm but saying is, is think... I believe that you think it's a five-star podcast, and you were doing that for motivation. So I think you just give it what you give it. Now, that may be different. When you're trying to motivate a seventh grader or something. I don't know. I also don't feel like giving a five-star review is saying it's perfect. I don't think that's what you're saying when you do that, though. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Like when I review something on Yelp for five stars and there's like toilet paper on the floor of the bathroom, I'm not going to give it a four-star rating. If it was like a great experience and I had great food, I'm going to give it five stars. Right. Is it perfect? No, because there's, like you said, perfect doesn't exist. No, but saying this is pretty great. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my response to the star thing. Um, and also... We forgive you. Yeah, and also I responded to her email, and there's probably another email from her in there, okay. where I was just like, hey, just so you know, and I said this last week too, I joke all the time. Almost everything I say is jokey. Not my bad mood today, but everything else is jokey. Would you say that that's pretty true? So... Patricia, would You're you say You're very jokey. So when I'm fucking— Sarcastic sometimes, a lot. When yeah. It's very—and deadpan. Yeah. And when I'm fucking—I'm fucking with you guys. Yes. Always. I'm fucking with Johnny. I'm fucking with Havilland. I'm, I'm calling people out like I'm going to fight them and give them three stars and shit. Not doing any of that. Right. It's just jokes. But—and um, I'm not apologizing for it either because— it's jokes, and I like it. Yeah, and I think it's funny. Yeah, I think most people know that, and I think that, um, I did. But I emailed her back because I just wanted her to know personally from me that I didn't give a shit that she gave me a four star email. It's something to fuck with and talk about because I have to occupy thirty minutes a week, um, and that gave me material. Mm. So I responded to her. Now on the question of how our songs get into TV shows that both that comes from our publishers me Warner Chapel and Patricia Ooh there's a whole episode on publishing Yeah Cobalt songs and and uh once a music supervisor who are the people that put songs in shows is a fan of your band often they'll request more and that's what happened with say for instance Grey's Anatomy they were fans the people that did the soup and everything and and they would call our girl Casey and she would say, yes, they can do that. And then she would go, right? And we go, yep. And then we'd send off a cover of Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds, which if you haven't heard, go check out on all the stuff. So that's my responses. Thank you, Avalon, for emailing. Yeah. Um, oh, and if you wanted to learn more about publishing, um, I think there's two full episodes 
with Tom DeSavia, uh, episode 21 and 22. Yes, true. So, so there's that. Um, and there is another email from Havilon, but I don't feel like I have to read this. I don't feel like I have to read all this. Is there any question in there? There is a question at the end. I'll read, I'll read that. Okay. Here's another question in hopes that our beef is now squashed. Yeah. It is. Beef squashed. <laughs> How do you feel about the recording process? It's very challenging for me to record vocals. The act of repeating and singing the same, same words over and over is taxing, and I'm sure most people would agree. Is there anything you do to make it go by more smoothly or to make the whole process easier. The end result of hearing yourself is so fun, but the process can be daunting. Well, I live in the studio every day and like it, so you'll probably have to answer that because you do not as much, but you've grown to be better at it recently. I don't find, I don't necessarily find the recording process to be as daunting as I do the writing process, just the creating process You're not being truthful. I've seen you hate yourself during the recording process. Okay. Not as much in the last Did you just hear what my sentence was, though? Did you you listen to what I actually said? Probably not. I don't find the recording process to be nearly as daunting as the writing process. That's what I said. Okay, but I'm talking about the recording. I know. You... So I'm not... You you have finished many times, and you've gone, there's nothing there. I mean, you can listen to the takes, but there's nothing there. Because sometimes Patty records herself... Um, and sometimes I record her. Depends. Yeah, well, that's me just, like, not knowing, like, just not knowing myself and not. All right. So I would say this. Recording us apart over and over again, of course that sucks because you lose all your feeling for it, and then you're just doing notes. You're just singing notes. They They stop even being words. And, um... You know, I say record a song four times, four takes, you know. If it's not in there, take a break, come back another day, because it's not going to be there that day. Um, And if it is, it's just going to be like a perfect rendition of it, and who fucking cares about that? I think with Patty now, she sings it. Well, perfect doesn't exist. She sings it one or two, sometimes three times. It's usually in the third take. Um. Yeah, what and that's kind of it. What happens with me is is, is if I, because I, I get on this thing where I'm like, where I want to be perfect. I always want to be perfect. It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't exist. But I, I want to be perfect. And I think striving, maybe not for perfection, but striving for greatness is is the point. And I think you should. But what happens to me is if I sing it more than, like you said, four or five times, it just, maybe it does get more, quote unquote, perfect. But it doesn't have more feeling. It doesn't. It's just. It's just singing notes, like you said. Like yeah, it loses the, the its crack meaning. in the first take is good. The crack in your voice in the first take is good. Right. The messed up words in the second verse are good. That's the, the word. As Bob Schneider would say, that's like, the words now. As you're like, as you're figuring out how to sing it like is where the magic happens once you've figured out exactly how you're going to sing it then the magic is gone well what happens is is then you sing it if you have any talent the problem is with good singers is then they are singing it 
perfectly and they're swooping to the notes perfectly and there's no feeling of like, ooh, are they going to get there or are they going to fall off? Or are they? That's why I say, again, if you don't have it that day, try it a few times and just move the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Come back. Mm-hmm. Come back to it. Okay, moving on. Okay, we're moving on now. Oh, these are long emails, you guys. Shit. Which we also need more of them. We've we all, do. We, uh, well, we haven't gonna, gotten an email in a couple of weeks. I'm going to get through these today. Well, that's so we need, so we, we will need, have we'll no emails we'll for need, next week. We'll have no, we'll no questions. More. Okay. So you'll be here. Well, this episode comes out tomorrow, Tuesday. Like we're recording it the day before, and that means it's current. I currently need emails. Okay, go. Okay. This one's from Jenny Payne. I've had this email drafted with questions for a while now, but haven't gotten around to finishing it until now. And yes, there's quite a bit. I probably should have sent it in a couple emails for you to dole out, but I'm too lazy for that. So here you go. We appreciate your laziness. Yeah. Also, you can dole them out one at a time. That's totally fine. Okay. I first should say some nice things about Dwight. Aha! She's a listener. This is a listener. She's a regular. This is a reg. Okay. In addition to you being wise, you are also one hell of a producer. Mm. And it's a wish of mine that one day we could work together. Mm. You are also great at calling people out on their shit. But you do it in a loving way. Mm. Kind of. I appreciate that about you, and I think your beard makes you look distinguished. Uh, thank you. She also feels like saying nice things about me. Okay, let her let her do it. Patty, you are one hell of a woman. Super badass, sexy, a great great songwriter, and just a rad chick. Why are you sighing? Why are you sighing while I'm reading this? I felt like those things were almost better than the things you said about me. Oh, my God. Go ahead. You make me just want to hang out with you because you're so mellow and down to earth. <laughs> Am I mellow? <laughs> I'm not normally super mellow. Oh, my God. I, maybe, I, maybe I come across as mellow on the podcast, though. Patricia, you're so mellow. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, at least at least he's smiling now. That's it. Should I move on to her questions? Yeah. Okay. My first question is for Patty. Another one of my female musician friends mentioned to me about how the industry puts pressure on women's self-image and it can be destructive, inciting a lot of negative self-talk. Have you noticed that at have you noticed that at all in your time as a musician? Pressure on a woman's self image image like how they look just just their physical sexing it up sexing it up i've personally never seen that pressure put on patty but maybe you felt it i don't know to be sexy or like to wear a certain thing or look a certain way in the feeds or the I've album always, covers or whatever no no i don't even ever want to be on an album cover and i don't even want to be on the video and generally i have been I have been more feminine on stage as of recently, but that didn't come from pressure. That was just a internal thing just that I wanted to do. I don't feel like I've ever felt pressure from the industry to be 
something that I'm not to be. But we're in a different part. I mean, that's not to say that pop girls aren't. We're in a different sex. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm if I were in a different lane musically, I'm I for sure might feel that pressure. But I, I, I don't and I never have. You wouldn't have reacted well to it anyway. No, so. I, I, I down and I down. Historically, I've downplayed my sexuality in general. Well, Patricia and, and I work with a lot of women too, so that, I think that helps. Mm. Yeah, you mean on our team and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Second question for Patty: Can you speak on being a woman in music? I know we all love our male musician friends, but how important is it for you to have other women musician friends? I don't think it's super important for me to have specific, specifically musicians as my female friends, but it is important for me to have female friends in general and. I I also like having female friends that have their their own passions whether it's music or 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 not so some just anything anything that they feel passionate about and then we like to celebrate our differences I don't know have you heard of this new like super woman band that's coming out called the the high women highway women just the high women so it was the I, highway women. I think it's just the high women. Okay. I can look it up right now. I haven't really heard any of the it's music. It's like country stuff, yeah. It's like four-part country stuff. It's the high women. Okay. It's Brandy Carlisle and Amanda Shires and Maren Morris and somebody else. <laughs> and somebody else. What about it? I don't know. Like, my first... Um, I don't know, like, I had, like, a strange reaction to it the first time I saw that it was happening. That's because you feel the same way I do when you hear songs that go, like, I'm a badass woman. Unless you're Beyonce, those songs sound stupid. Well, I just... It's... uh, Maybe dudes sing I'm a badass man all the time, but I just don't think a group of women always has to go, I'm badass. Or I'm... Or or I'm gonna... Their song is redesigning women. I know. I'm gonna change... I'm gonna... I'm going to flip the script on what it is to be a, a woman. I mean, just write a great song. Like, just, it doesn't always have to be about a woman, right? I just feel like, I just feel like they're they're getting together and they're doing this thing. Be, and they're all be, incredible artists, be, by yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're great. Great, great. But in response to this movement that's happening right now in, in, the, in the political and social atmosphere that our country slash world is in, uh, it just kind of, I don't know. It just makes me go, uh, uh, like just, just you, you are a woman. You are a badass. You are a woman and you are badass. So just write cool songs. You don't have to write about the fact that you're a woman and that, I don't know. It's just, I it mean, felt you, weird I mean, to you me can. too. I'm glad I mean, to hear it can. felt weird to you. It just made me feel weird. I was just like, it doesn't feel organic. Yes, and that's it really feel weird coming from Brandy and a few of those I'm, others. Like to I'm me. putting this together for a cause. Like for and a, that being said, an, maybe it's the most organic thing in the world, and they all really I feel that way. I haven't even but listened to the music. Maybe the song is great. I have no idea. I have. How do you feel about the song? I told you exactly oh, what you're saying. Oh, you don't like the song. It's exactly what you're saying. It sounds like. Um, you know all those songs, '90s country stars. They would all have like the. Okay, well, I love '90s country, so. I careful. know, I know, 
I know. And Shania had a bunch of those, like, you know. I feel like a woman. Right. Like uh, a bunch of those. Sure. But Reba had a bunch of them. Like every Trisha had a bunch of them. They were all like, but from this place of like, but I'm a powerful woman. So hear me, you know. This is what it is. It's one thing. It's like if you're actually I can wear my high heels and be a boss, y'all. And it's just like, dude, okay, yeah. Yep. It's one thing if you're really feeling those things and it's coming from an organic place, but I feel like you can really tell when it's not. Yeah. I I just, I think that all those things are true. You can be an amazing woman and a badass boss and all that, and it's kind of weird to sing about because I think it's weird. Like, I think it would be cool. If dudes sang that, it would be weird, and maybe I'm just missing it. Do dudes sing that? I'm a boss. I'm pretty pretty sure they probably do. Hip-hop guys. Like, like I think it's cool that they're all coming together and and the, the these super awesome, you know, female musicians are working together to make this super group or whatever. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's just one album on the side or what like I think that's really cool. But it's but it's the fact that it's um, Well, it also seems weird to me the, just the do that it then. grouping of four is weird to me too. When you look at the photo and stuff, you're like, hmm. And also like Brandy Carlisle is a Major arts on her own. Well, they all. I can see are, them right? duetting some with each other. I don't know. It feels weird to me. It feels, it feels put together for something other than just artistry. Right. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't really feel like artistry. Like it would be one thing if they all came together and because they wanted to work together and and. But it's it feels forced. It feels like it's put together, and we're going to write about women. Well, and, and you we're know, be women. High Women is a play on the original. There was the Highwaymen, which was a big country band. I think in the late '80s, early '90s, same sort of thing. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's a it's a play on that. Well, anyway, I was I was reminded by that by that, and it just. It feels icky. It feels a little icky, and I'm like not super interested. And in again, it. we're not saying anything bad about those women. Absolutely not. If they want to do that, fucking do it. That's just our perception. Okay, go on. Okay, I'll 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 listen to it though. The album's supposed to come out September 6th, so I'll listen to see how I feel. You're actually that. not going to get through all the emails because we're already up against it. So finish this woman's questions. Okay. Question for Dwight. Some time ago, you mentioned working with the Sweeplings. How was that? Were they in the studio with you, or did they? S- or did they send you stuff? I mixed their record. I was not in the studio with them. It is an amazing record, actually. Um, it's one of my favorite things I've worked on in years. They're very sweet people, and they remind me a little bit of Patricia and I as they're both married to other people. And they Girl travel together. Yeah, and they, but they're married to other people, mm-hmm. and they travel together. And um, uh, it's just a unique thing to be in that kind of relationship so I heard you working on it in here her her voice is amazing oh it's stunning it's they're so good the sweeplings they're so good yeah the new the stuff isn't out on? yet okay it's but out. um I think it comes out this fall and it's incredible awesome it wouldn't surprise me if they got big cool they're every bit as good as the civil wars if not better I'll say it sweet that's sweep 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 sweeplings we should have them on the podcast. Okay. Uh, and for both of you, one of my survival gigs is teaching private piano slash singing lessons. And recently, some of my students have wanted to learn songwriting. I know some of my tips and tools to writing, 
but wanted to hear your thoughts on how you'd go about teaching someone how to write a song, both music and lyrics. Dude, no one ever, no one ever taught me how to write a song. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's important for writers to learn other people's songs first. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best ways you can learn how to craft the the craft of writing mm-hmm. is, and you were a heavy lyric person, so you knew hundreds of songs, full lyrics of someone else's. I just, yeah, I hone and, in on the words, and because you knew all those, writing to you wasn't foreign. You knew the words to hundreds of songs yeah. intimately, and you thought about them, whether you know that or not. It's yeah, true. It's, yeah, I don't think it was ever something that I was conscious but it's or aware true. of, but yeah. And I would say learning the lyrics and learning the chords to other, and the structure to other people's songs is the best way to learn how to write. It's the same with like and writing books and stuff. Yeah. It's like reading books is yeah. going to help you. And so I say shedding cover songs for a long time is actually very important before you find your own voice. But then in terms of finding your own voice, it's just about picking up the guitar, playing some chords and singing your truth. That's it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it fits in any structure. It doesn't matter if anyone's ever sounded like that before. You should just sound like you. It's mm-hmm. good advice. Thanks. Um, and an extra one, <laughs> she says, how are Nick and Scott, and when are you having those handsome and talented men on the podcast? Well, well, they just were on. Well, we just did. Those are the last two episodes we did. And they are great. And if you listen to them, you can hear their current life stories and trials and tribulations in the Los Angeles area. Thanks for this podcast. It brightens up my week. Can't wait for more episodes. Live, loved, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. Sorry for my bad mood. Okay, are we getting out of here? Yeah, we're getting out of here. Okay, take us out. Okay. Well, I brought us in. Take us out. All right, this is my episode, I guess. Okay, thanks for listening, you guys. Uh, Really appreciate you. Um, Mr. Wine Country, again, thank you for becoming a Superbot. We appreciate you. You can become a supporter of ours on Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com, probably, slash The Dwight and Patty Show. It's also linked on our Instagram, uh, at The Dwight and Patty Show on Instagram. The Dwight and Patty Show at gmail.com. If you'd like to write us an email, send us a question, uh, a topic you want us to talk about, anything anything will do. Um, and I believe that's it. This has been episode 31. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you next week. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. The Dwight and Patty Show. It's the Dwight and Patty